Good morning guys and today is January 23rd, 2018 and this is Sarai Darbandi, the Spirit of Aya podcast host and today we're talking about the Yang energy of ayahuasca and I really thought about this because um, I was going to say like the negative sides of ayahuasca but then I realized a lot of people's reports about the negative side is like some of the deep depression that they face, the anxiety, the not knowing what to do with their lives, the continuation of these dark states that they're in. And a lot of times these, you know, um, this is aside, honestly, from, um, I need to do a podcast one day aside from, uh, you know, reports about retreat centers treating people wrong. So that's completely separate from it. I'm really strictly talking about the reports about just like seeking healing and it not happening, um, quote unquote fast enough, or, um, just like a year later and you're still dealing with the same things. And, um, so that sort of thing. Um, so yin is like, you know, in the Asian culture, yin and yang is very like female energy and yang um, is like the male energy or yin is like when we feel comfort and everything's going right and like, you know, everything's in flow and we're balanced. And then yang is like pretty much havoc. Right. And like it's in the yang that we learn lessons and we overcome challenges and we grow character. And, um, because if we were to avoid yang, right? We would just be stuck and we would continue to perpetuate the same cycles over and over again. And then we can return back to the yin, right? So it's this beautiful like ebb and flow that is actually so perfect for life if we choose to remain in that mindset and respect it, you know? Um, I think the one thing that's so hard is like the yang is painful or uncomfortable um, and it's like, you know, um, yeah, it's painful and uncomfortable and it often requires us to shift somehow or make a change or like look within ourselves and all of those things are just like, I just, I mean, I, they're not fun. Right. But it's, it's interesting because like, once you look back on it and you see how much growth you've done. You're like, wow, I'm so happy. Like I didn't give up and I kept going and I kept believing and all this stuff. And of course, as always, I'm never here to say like, you know, uh, who's, who's for ayahuasca and who isn't, but I just, you know, I think it is important that often on here, I talk a lot about the positive. So it is important that I highlight, you know, the negatives or the yang, <laughs> um, of it, so to speak. So um, yeah, so just people like reporting like really rough, rough journeys. Um, and that's honestly like, that's what they, uh, they talk about this in the ayahuasca process. It's, that is the purging that happens, whether it's happening physically, it's often physically referred to. So one is like throwing up or, you know, it's coming out the other end or like crying absolute grief that is stored in the body and needs to be processed. And I think I posted the other day, like ayahuasca, um, 
it doesn't it's it's not a cover-up you know it doesn't like cover up your symptoms it brings up everything that you have been avoiding maybe not all at once but at some point it, like it's not guaranteed like in your in your first journey that will happen but at some point it will happen you know and if you think about it if you've been suppressing years of emotions and years of thoughts and then one day you just one weekend you decided to go to a retreat or do a ceremony like it's been brought to the forefront now you have to deal with it and usually you can deal with a lot of it in ceremony but as always i say on here like integration work integration work integration work and um it's i think these are like some of the false like advertisements of ayahuasca out there that like people are coming for um refuge like on these you know when they go into ceremony or when they go on retreats and that's great um i think one thing to keep in mind is that um things can be very yang and very heavy and not yin you know um you know i've had i've sat down with lots of people and i've talked about journeys that have been light and fulfilling and you meet your spirit guides and all this stuff but then there's journeys where it's like basically diving really deep into your ego and releasing trauma that's been there for years you know so um and trauma work is not easy i'll tell you that right now it is it's very difficult and most people they have some form of trauma and um whether they verbalize it or not um maybe not everyone meets the criteria quote unquote for the dsm version of ptsd or cptsd like honestly, whatever that means, you know, but like everyone has something stored in their body and it affects them. Um, and then we all decide how to basically um, adapt, um, like basic, you know, like survival of the fittest. So uh, whether, whether that's through, there's so many ways that I could go on about that, but I'm, I'm not going to. So um, I think these are really important things to, to come to terms with if you're seriously considering um, an ayahuasca journey and this this mentality kind of needs to be a part of the preparation work that like and this is why preparation is so important like you need to set yourself up to especially if you're going in for recovery or trauma purposes i see this all the time like in forums like people are coming because they want to stop using it's opiates a lot too because that's like one of the biggest epidemics right now so like heroin or pain pills um other things that i see are like you know people use dsm terms like uh, borderline personality disorder or ptsd or all these things and like anytime i hear these terms i'm i i know like i'm like okay there's childhood trauma so if you're gonna decide to do that you have to have some sort of plan you know like i would never you know like i said i'm not everyone needs to do their own research and that sort of thing but like even as someone who helps people with trauma we never go into someone's trauma without doing extensive preparation work together so if and then you know you want to throw ayahuasca in the basket 
will, you know, cause that is just going to speed up the process even more. So you kind of have to ask yourself, like, are you, are you, you know, are you doing everything you can, um, to secure yourself throughout the process, but also keeping in mind, like you really can only do so much and pain is, is, um, inevitable, um, throughout the process that yang energy is inevitable. And, and I think maybe as I'm talking about it, just accepting that, you know, and knowing it will not last forever. So that's kind of like my two cents on that. Um, preparing preparation would be the best way. And then realizing that it, it totally could happen. Um, and like I said before, this isn't like, this ha has nothing to do with, um, maybe some things people have said about, shamans you know there's been stories about shamans who've taken advantage of people i'm not really talking about that today that's completely different and makes me extremely sad so but i'm really just talking about the mental and emotional and physical states that can happen that can really make someone feel like they're going through a really dark time a dark night of the soul being confused in life um and you know we're not always meant to be in the light you know, it's, it's, I think sometimes there's like a, I don't know, a subconscious requirement, especially in this Western culture to feel happy all the time. And that's just not realistic. Um, that's why we have a range of emotions, right? Um, so yeah, so that is the segment today. And then I'm going to draw a card for you guys. Okay, so today I am using the Archangel Power Tarot Cards by Doreen Virtue. Um, and I pulled the Six of Ariel. So Ariel is an Archangel. Um, and so it says, There are great blessings in giving and receiving. Material needs get fulfilled in magical and unexpected ways. If you're the recipient of such a loving gift, then accept it with gratitude and humility. If you have the means to give, those in need then do so in a compassionate way without asking for anything in return keep in mind that gifts do not always have to be financial but can be energetic or take the form of help based on experience when giving to others consider what they truly need make gifts that don't promote dependency but rather that are well thought out and empower recipients going forward so uh, additional meanings, pennies from heaven, promotions or bonuses, acts of kindness, scholarships or grants. Um, yeah. You know, I really like how it talked about like our energy. Um, spending time with people is like probably one of the, the best gifts you can give. Um, and you know, listening, um, but also like, you know, objects that really mean, mean a lot to somebody that can, that can really, um, that can really help too. So that is today's podcast. I will see you guys back here tomorrow and have a great day.